with my emotions. I remember every time uh, I get a chance to go to Manila and visit my family. I don't really get uh, that chance too much anymore because when I go to Manila, it's always having something to do with the Ginagwar. Every time I get to visit them, especially on a weekend, uh, we sometimes go out to the Batista San Everybody uh, acts like we've never seen each one from in here. So, ah, hello! We go to a birthday celebration, whether it's done in a house, done uh, in a resort near Laguna, or whether it's done in a hotel, it's always wonderful. But there are times, especially when I get a chance to spend my Sundays there, that they ask for the guys leaving and visiting. So we would go in the afternoon and we would go in the evening. And uh, it's a big place, I notice that the moment we get there, there's not the sound of laughter. There's not the sound of high breathings in the room. There's not the sound of, of uh, music, unless, you know, it's probably uh, uh, old souls day and things like that. When we get there, it's just quiet. Unless it's broken by the conversation that we have. Or someone plays a piece of music, or because some of the kids are there, but when the kids are playing in the distance and you stay there, it's kind of fun. Because I've been going to it's uh, my dad is there, my nephew is there, Jancy, and my other niece is there, Sarah. And uh, even though they are there, they do not talk to us. Okay? I know that sometimes my sisters will talk to dad. Of course, dad doesn't hear that, but they just have to do that. But there's no answer in that. That is that particular silence. And many people have uh, this concept of the silence of the grave. That the moment you come to the grave, it is a permanent thing. But as I was meditating on the Holy Scriptures, I was meditating. Earlier, I took a walk and I was pressed and God, uh, it's always the same thing that I've shared with them. Like, what do you want me to say to them? Because it's kind of quiet. We're maintaining the quiet. And, and the reason why we're, we're maintaining this is not because Jesus is dead or is dead. I don't want that dead. I don't want to say. But we are giving honor. We are standing in silent respect for the sacrifice that we made upon the own Palestine. And according uh, to the Holy Scriptures, uh, when God gave Moses uh, the command for them to celebrate the coming of Passover, there is a question. Why are we doing this? Okay? This is how you will answer that. This is the night that the Lord delivered us from our bondage. Okay. If it's happening now, I can, I can say this is the night the Lord has delivered us. But what if the question was asked a thousand years, two thousand years from now? Shouldn't the answer be this was the night? Because if you say this is the night, but the Lord said to Moses, that is how you will answer. Even though this is taking place a long time ago, you say this is. 
than that. In other words, sacramentally, spiritually, by celebrating this, somehow they're present in what happened during that one particular time. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's the same thing when we're celebrating the Eucharist. Uh, and we say, this is the body of Christ. This is the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus doesn't die again. Jesus doesn't suffer again. But somehow we are brought back sacramentally, spiritually. How? We are brought back to that day where Jesus Christ dies on the cross. Okay? Uh, for us, time for a moment is suspended. And we enter a part of eternity that we really do not understand. So that's the reason why something happened when this becomes a body of blood. He had a term for that. It's called anamnesis. Okay, we remember. It's uh, the other word is amnesia. Anamnesis, we remember. And by remembering, it doesn't just exist in our life. But somehow we are brought to that place where the sacrifice of Jesus, either we're brought there or the sacrifice of Jesus is brought our heart back. But that's the reason why you say this is the body that this is the body that sacrificed for you. The United States has been at the standard, but it is an ongoing thing. Like we're present or it's present while we're celebrating. And that is what we're doing. As we celebrate and call the men to stay. We're not just somehow uh uh just remembering a past event now, but I'm thinking about something. Somehow it's either brought here or we are brought to Panama. And we are standing in respect for what the Lord has done. What I'm saying to the Lord, uh, I know it's kind of quiet because of that. And I heard the Lord say to me, Tell them that the silence of God does not mean the absence of God. Okay? The silence of God does not mean the absence of God. Because sometimes when when the grave is silent, we can think of those many times or sometimes. It's as if you call out to God and the question is, Where are you now that I need you the most? There was a movie that was shown about a young boy's life. His name is Paul. A book was written about it. Heaven is for grief. It talks about the life of Paul when he was four years old. He was brought in surgery and his life was hanging in the balance. I mean, Malik Nababasa, four years old, it seems that and it was dangerous, it was it was touch and go. You know, uh, they were going through all of these sufferings and something and something going the father, you know, I read that in the book, I saw it in the movie, went to this one particular room and Right? He's, he's a pastor. And for a moment, I don't just I'm serving you. And he was very emotional and then, you know, eventually he calmed down. And that was the end of that. Then one day, eventually, Paul could survive the surgery, and he was playing one day. 
And just out of the blue, you know, we came up with a conversation. So he, he, the, the, the news about his business did not come in this one conversation. He didn't But, you know, uh, there was a talk between him and his dad. Sometimes we don't understand why it seems like God is not the Lord opened up the scene and I saw you, you were in the room, you were angry at God. I saw you. And you were saying this, and you were saying this, you were angry at God. And you were angry at Because at the time that he was praying that he was young folk was going on the surgery. And why am I saying this? Because it seemed like while I was was a bad I mean, while he was praying that way, God didn't send an angel and say to him, calm down, God is healing yourself. I mean, he didn't hear the voice of Charles called Hester Kirby. He was a Ten Commandments movie. I mean, he, he was angry, and that eventually lost his composure, and then it was just a silence. And then, and then, and then, Lord, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't know. It seems that like God didn't hear him. It seems that God did not notice him. It seems that God did not care. And yet, when the news of the God showed me, you're there, and you're angry, and emotional, you're angry at God, man. But, you know, it's like, yeah, we don't have to worry about something. And uh, he said that. And I'm reading I'm, I'm the story again so that you might begin to see. But there are times it seems that God is like the grave. Okay? But you need to understand, especially when you are going through a pressure problem right now. The problem will never have the last just like the grave, and you read this in Jesus, this is one of the mysteries that we're celebrating this day when Jesus was actually buried in a tomb. Why are we celebrating it? Because there's some people who even denies that Jesus died. And then uh, he was just revived. Well, he was buried in a tomb. He was buried because he died. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the way they prepared the body, the body was not hers. If he wasn't there, then by being, uh, those things would be kept retired from that earlier He would have died about that, but he was already there. He was actually buried in the tomb. And the last thing that some people see is the tomb, and you'd say, well, that's it. You need a shot. That's it. Baba in a shot. There's no more. Fantastic news in the Jordan, and you will mess up. One day I will stand in the flesh and I will see that my redeemer lives. What was the basis of his hope? What was the basis of his faith? We don't want to disagree. You understand what I'm saying? Somehow the Spirit of God was doing that to him. And we have to have that kind of hope and faith that the brain is not going to have the final certainty. 
And even though it's silent and nothing seems to be going on, it doesn't mean God is not working. Because one of the mysteries that we're also celebrating to this day is Jesus Christ, the unwilling heaven. Do you understand that? There is violence that is being done in the realm of hell during this particular time. Just like a seed, when you plant it in the ground, Nothing seems to be happening for a couple of days and a couple of nights until one day in the pool spring around. And we know there was something that's happening here. See, there are times when we have to wait on the Lord. There are times when it seems God is silent that our faith must rest in his faithfulness, must rest in the integrity of his promises, must rest. In the, in the word that God has given to us. The word that was spoken that created the heavens. The word that was spoken that called Lazarus back from the grave. The word that was spoken when Jesus Christ said, I will rise again for a And he did. Because he gave up the apostle. We must have faith in that word in our lives. Especially when we don't see the result we're waiting on yet. Especially when we're not seeing the solutions to our problems yet. In either of those, the absence and the silence of God does not mean the absence of God. The silence of God does not mean the retirement of God. The silence of God does not mean a surrender. But he's working behind the scenes. He's doing something. He's fulfilling. And then one day, we will find out our problems, just as the grave did not have the last word. Because the next day is already a <laughs> What are you looking for, Zabakalayan? He's not here. He has risen as he said. But this time, we're celebrating this moment of silence. We're celebrating because we know it's not going to last very long. This is not the last voice. The grave will not have the last word. Jesus, the Son of God, know also the Lord God. He will always be the last word for us. Why? He is the Alpha. Amen. So praise be to God. We're grateful to the Lord that we have our hope of this. Let's all stand.